The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Ago, I took my daughter and grandson to see A Christmas Carol. You're all familiar with Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol? Well, I don't know why I can't manage this today. Although I've seen it many times, I hadn't seen it for a few years. And as I sat watching it, I kept thinking, wow, this is really a Buddhist story. I'd never seen it that way before. But of course, there are many Buddhist elements in this story that are really universal. They're not just Buddhist, they're universal elements. So Ebenezer Scrooge is this greedy, (laughs) selfish, very unpleasant man who believes that if he works hard and saves and saves and saves and lives very austerely and keeps everybody away, he will be happy. He will accumulate this wealth and he will be happy. And he holds so tightly to this belief that he's totally unaware of the suffering, the grief, the unpleasantness he's causing all around him, including to himself. So at some point, his partner, Marley, dies. And then a while later comes back and wants to tell Scrooge what he has learned and encourage him to change his ways. So he says, I'm going to send you three ghosts so that you can see. And he sends him, first of all, the ghost of Christmas past. And of course, the ghost of Christmas past shows Ebenezer Scrooge very dramatically, very vividly, how his actions have created so much suffering, so much unpleasantness, so much unhappiness for himself as well as for his nephew and all those around him. And he shows him how other people see him in a way that, that he had just not even considered. And of course, it's very painful for Scrooge, just like it is for us, right? When we see what our inadvertent, often, actions have created. And at some point, Scrooge goes, no, no, don't show me anymore. I can't stand it. And haven't we all done that? No, no, I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to see anymore. But the ghost knows, as we know also, that it's the truth 
that sets us free. And so he says, no, no, you must, you must see this. You must see it all. You must see it fully. And so he shows him more, more of how his, <clears throat> his miserliness, his unpleasantness, his ill will, his delusional behavior has affected those around him and indeed himself. And it is this awareness, the awareness that Scrooge comes to or comes to see, and the awareness of the suffering, the incredible suffering that he has caused mostly to himself, but also to others. His unbelievable nephew never gives up. He just keeps trying and trying to befriend his uncle and get him to relax and enjoy life. But of course, he doesn't. But it's the awareness that really opens his mind and opens his heart so there can be a transformation. True for all of us, right? It is the awareness that can open our minds and open our hearts and allow a transformation. So then he gets visited by the ghost of Christmas future and sees clearly how things will be in the future if he continues as he has been. And that doesn't look so inviting to him. So here we have the concept of karma. The understanding that what we do, and that is our actions, our speech, and our thoughts, influence our lives in the future. And he says, no, 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 no. (laughs) He does not want that. So then he learns from the ghost of Christmas present. I guess I got that mixed in that. It's the ghost of Christmas present first and then future. Anyway. (laughs) He learns from the ghost of Christmas present that he can change his behavior. And changing his behavior now will affect his life in the future. Again, this is the understanding of karma that the Buddha introduced, that we were not bound to our karma, that um, we could affect it. We could affect it by our behavior now. If we didn't do anything, then, of course, it would continue and we would suffer the consequences. But we have the opportunity now in the present to alter our thinking, alter our behavior, alter our speech, so that we affect the outcome in the future. 
And we see dramatically in this play the transformation of Ebenezer Scrooge from this miserly, unpleasant, isolated, uncaring man full of ill will, etc., into this open-hearted, unbelievably generous, happy person. It's quite, it always moves me, no matter how many times I see it. And of course, the, the um, part of Tidy Tim and the Cratchit family helps to make it very meaningful and very moving. But I was struck again by this incredible transformation that is possible. And we don't always believe it's possible in ourselves or in others. And most of the time, for most of us, the transformation isn't that huge. (laughs) Smaller kinds of transformations. But we don't believe that it's possible. We don't think we can. We don't think somebody else can. But here it's dramatized. This play is so timeless, isn't it? It's so, it's so archetypical. There's so much in it. There's so much for us to, to learn, to glean from it. And to see the power um, of community, of Sangha. Scrooge was isolated and alone and cold and unhappy. And after his transformation, he was part of the broader community. He was part of a family with his nephew. He was part of the greater community. And he brought an entirely different gift to the world. And I see that as the hope for us. That when we see clearly, when we see our actions, our thoughts, our speech, and the effect that we have on others, as well as the suffering we bring for ourselves, we have the possibility of change. We have the possibility of transformation and of living differently. When we keep open and don't hold so tightly to an idea, a thought, a belief that this is the way we get to happiness or this is the way we get to whatever fame or whatever it is we want. When when we can stay open and aware of ourselves and our surroundings, then we have the possibility of change. So there's just a couple minutes, but I wonder if anyone has a thought, a comment. Okay. I was thinking of Fred, the nephew. Uh, I think his name is Fred, the nephew. 
I don't remember. <laughs> um, he, uh, I, I just think, especially with the ghost of Christmas past, there, there, and and um, uh, the awareness in with the ghost of Christmas present too. She shows him, or in one production, it was a she actually. She she shows him thread with the family. Of course, he's just standing back and not participating at this point, but she shows him how Fred um, really loves him because his mother loved him. And, and uh, it seems like Scrooge's growing awareness is, is fed by that, or at least I'm, I saw it that way. And mm-hmm. also his, mm-hmm. his old love, Belle, uh, and it suggests that we can we can call those those loving voices and and faces up into our minds and remind ourselves that 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 love is there um, and that that's part of what is hard to to bring up sometimes <laughs> it takes so much for him to to come to that point but I saw one production where um Fred gives him a red scarf at the beginning when he's just being so dastardly and he just stuffs it into his pocket and you just forget about it until at the very end uh, he discovers it and he pulls it out and it's a flash of red (laughs) and and it just seems such a good symbol of how it's there all along but we, we have to draw it out Thank you. Yes, that's a very, very important point. That there was the recognition and the memory of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Well, I think love is a good note to end on. <laughs> Maybe we can continue over lunch. Thank you all.